five. I'm getting in my seat. Ladies and Let's gentlemen. Go. Let's go. Oh, 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 here we are. We're we're here. We are here. Listen, here th- there's there's a thing that happens in this world. It's called vacation. And when that happens, Danny Palm leaves us. All heck breaks loose. I got I got a hair in my mouth. Cool. I don't know how that happens to you. <laughs> we good now. We good. Danny Palm left us, guys. This is sad time. Not permanently. Not permanently. Yeah. Hopefully. In his honor. There we go. We're assuming you're he's always, coming back from yeah. Florida. Yeah, you're always with us, Danny Palm. So that's good, at least. Let me let me practice some cuts here, Ryan. Check this yeah, out. Yeah, cut Boom. it. Oh, oh, look at that. Oh, Who's oh. that guy? Who's that guy? Who's oh. that sharp guy? Hey, dude, let's talk about... Look at on the screen right now, ladies and gentlemen. You seeing that shirt? Ryan, that's you, bro. That's you. The, yeah, Model buddy. For Model okay. for him. Yeah, look at that. How, uh, let's get the mic out of the way. Check it out, bros. Yeah. Yeah, that's the Wu-Tang Muay Thai. Secret designed by Christina, dude. Our designer, Christina, Onyx Kills Design. It. Kills it. Those shirts were so good. I thought, like, oh, I need to remember. You need, need wait, to re- but your shirt, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Go to your cut. Oh, yeah, you're on it. Yeah. These are yeah. available only at Brawl in the Berg 16. Very true. Very true. So get your tickets. Hey, if you're waiting around, hey, Hunter, if someone's like, oh, I'll just wait until later to get tickets, how's that working out for you? Let me tell you from experience, ladies and gentlemen, that's not working out too well for people. So intermediate seats are totally sold out. There's literally nothing we can do about it. We just today had a fighter that wanted more intermediate seats, and it sucks, but at the same time, it's like they, they literally don't exist anymore. So we worked that out. But- now, here, there's always one caveat, right? If you want an intermediate seat and you, like, know a fighter they might have some tickets sure. so contact fighters that you know hit them up on facebook say hey i want to buy tickets can i get them off of you and that's a way to still get an intermediate seat absolutely so as you guys saw when we unfortunately lost the miguel francisco title fight once miguel was removed from the card he had to turn in the tickets he had consigned and then that opened up some seats online again but now those are almost all gone. Yeah, those again. are just about. Yeah, but that's to Ryan's point. That's kind of how it works. So if you know a fighter, they might, like he said, have some intermediate seats. So reach out to your fighter friends that are on the card first and foremost. Buy them from them, and then or even like listen. Desperate times call for desperate measures. If you know a fighter or like you see someone that's on the card, you can reach out to them on Facebook and be like, "Do you have seats? I'll buy them off of you." Yeah, that's a good point. You don't have to be their friend. They'll still definitely take your money. They will take your money, <laughs> and they will sell you tickets. They want to get rid of these tickets because guess what? Cha-ching, they make money off of that. Facts. So if you guys saw my no last <laughs> live stream with James Stevenson, I forgot to press record. So that was a good time. That was my first experience without Danny Palm. So if some uh, camera cuts are slow or not quite perfect, it's because I'm just not as good as Danny Palm. Like, we can just... I accept that I'm not a Danny Palm. And if you see me looking over here, it's because I'm checking to see what's uh, showing on the stream, just making sure. So there's a lot of moving parts. Unfortunately, Ryan's here squirming in his seat for some reason. No, I'm checking out my shirt, dude. Oh, no. oh okay. We could just go to the room view. Like, we could just leave it here, and then I we have nothing to do. We could just stay here, like, right that's, here. That's totally fine. 
Hi. That's, <laughs> That's totally kind fun. of freaky. <laughs> I mean, in a really awesome kind of way. Yeah. Yeah, it is really awesome. Thank you. I'm glad you finally think I'm awesome. No, I didn't say you're awesome. Mm. There's that's far. That's not what was said at all. Very fair, dude. This podcast, we have a lot to fit in this hour. We we have an hour, we have a folks. Lot to fit we in. have one hour. Hard cut off. Can't hang around too Can't long. Can't hang around past two. So things let's, to do. Brandenburg sixteen. This is let's let's just call it what it is. This is our best selling event ever. By not far. even close. Not even close. The way this event. I, and we've had really good events. Like, let's be honest. We've had some that we're really proud of. And honestly, when, when Braunenberg 12, which is the record current record holder, when it happened, I remember thinking to myself, like, bro, we, we, we can't, can't do better than that. Yeah, it's never going to get better than this. We were very wrong about that. It got not only better, but... It was like pacing. that on steroids. This is the TRT version of Braunenberg 12. And we found, a like, a new... A new gem, a new guy that like is just blowing the roof off of this place with ticket sales. He so we'll just we'll give him a shout out because he deserves it. Honestly, Victor Lapari, we've talked about him in the past. He's a pro flyweight, undefeated, three and zero. He is he's from inc- incredibly talented. Oh yeah, as a fight, his fighting skills go without saying. He had I I want to say he was six and one as an amateur, and now three and zero as a pro. So his run is just. Absurd is me <laughs> checking these cameras. Yeah. It's so tough. Tough to do sure. both at the same time. Yeah. But his ability to sell tickets is equally amazing. And he lives in Las Vegas. This is the craziest part of it. He lives in Las Vegas, but he's from here. So he does have, a obviously, very strong home base. But also has a ton of people coming from Vegas to support from him. From everywhere. It's beautiful. The way this... And clearly... Go to his Instagram, Young Fighters. Go to his Instagram and look at everything he's doing. He's doing so much more than average. He's doing giveaways, buy a ticket, maybe win a shirt from me. Like, he's doing all this extra stuff. Yeah, he's he's doing it the right way. Like, he's a promoter's dream. Like, we love to see guys that are promoting themselves as hard as we are. Like, we, w- we will... We're going to promote everyone. We're going to promote the show. We're going to like do whatever needs within reason that we have time to to do in order to set you guys up for the fighters up for success in turn sets us up for success. So we're going to leave no stone unturned. And sometimes guys don't even know that they can ask us, Hey, can you do this for me? Can you do this for me? Sometimes it might be like, sorry, we can't do that. But if we can, we're going to to do it. Yeah, exactly. So um, it's super exciting to see a guy who is like taking the bull by the horn and promoting his fight and promoting it. And he's, he's broken literally every fighter record that we had. Yeah, and we still have three weeks, over three weeks to go. Pretty good at it. It's the way this card is pacing is just completely absurd. It, 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 even if we take away Victor Lapari's sales, we're still breaking every record. Yep. Like this yep. card is awesome, insane. I always like we were talking the other day, um, Hunter and I were like, w- like trying to pinpoint like what is it mm-hmm. about this card that's like the it's just the sales have been insane. Yeah. We haven't done anything extra from a promotional standpoint. Mm-mm. Because we ha- we hit the promotion hard the last couple weeks, right. so we haven't even got to that point yet. Right. But I think like we did announce fights earlier, mm-hmm. um, be- 
and most of the time you don't announce fights early. So strategically what, what, what we kind of think of is we announce like one or two fights early just to like get like show people, Hey, this is going to be your main event, or this is like a big pro fight, like something like that. And then we usually wait until about a month, five weeks out before we start announcing fights. Start rapid firing them. The, what happened here was Victor Lapari knew he was fighting and like his people were just, like buying tickets like crazy. And we were like, we need to start announcing fights. So other people have a chance at tickets. He quite, he forced our hand with promoting. It was like, okay, if we don't start doing it, they're going to literally be gone. And, and, and and people are going to be mad at us because like, we, we didn't even know our guy was on it. So we started announcing fights so that, um, other people had a chance at like premium seats and just general, getting a ticket for sure i think this what's really exciting about this card and this is a huge credit to our fans and the mma community at large is that as ryan and i went through it there's no one thing that makes this card so special it really does feel like a culmination of a lot of efforts a lot of the stuff we've been talking about growing the community it feels like this is that starting to happen it's what we've always talked about and always felt could happen yeah now it's happening it's it's we're we've we set our minds on building something. I'm building this MMA community. And I think this is the, the, the fruits of that labor. The fruits of that is like gyms are growing. They're having more people interested in competing. They're having more people enrolling just to train there. Like, yep. I think those things are starting to happen. We want to keep that ball rolling. We want, we want gyms to, like, I've said to Hunter before, like, I want Isaac to be like, <laughs> I need a new place. Like I need a bigger spot. And he, I mean, he'll just keep packing them in there. Oh, for sure. (laughs) But like, I want there to be so many people interested in training at the gyms we work with that they're like exploding and like have to start. Let's let that that be a problem for them. I want that to be their problem. I think they would be very happy with that problem as well. That's a great problem. Oh, I have too many people wanting to give me money. Oh no. (laughs) It's so terrible. Yeah. So we talk about Victor Lapari, and one thing that I want to shout out on that front is it takes two to tango, and Victor doesn't have a fight if Cody Matthews isn't super game and also doing his part to promote the fight. Again, he's posting a lot more than normal. Totally. He's going out. like He wants to make a statement. He knows he's 2-2 two and two as a pro, coming off a huge head kick knockout. He's super talented, Bellator vet. He is not here to let victor be the hero in front of all of his fans yeah. like the, he, this dude's not coming in just for a paycheck I, this is the type of fight that you look at it on paper and you say oh this guy's gonna be a heavy favorite <coughs> nice. and he might be and here's here's what i'm gonna say is the results of the fight are what or what we'll all remember and sure. these are two guys that are gonna drop gloves and it's gonna be a war these i Drop I'm gloves, nice. A little hockey. Think if they did just come in just and take drop their gloves. Drop their gloves and just <laughs> But uh, yeah, I I think that these two are gonna I don't know. I think it's gonna be a special, special night. Like you have the that fight, it for all intents and purposes is a main event on any other card. For sure. For sure. It really is. Yeah, it's it's 100%. a super good, entertaining fight that's 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 selling a lot. Yeah, and that's a right. big thing with regional MMA. Yep. What makes a main event or the, the who sells? Yep. 
So then you have Justin the General Patton, who's going to be after that fighting Calvin Harbaugh, who's bringing an army himself. Dude. Everyone's selling tickets for this event like in quantities we've never seen before. Calvin Harbaugh was on on our last card. Last card was that last mm, card? Yeah, yeah. Was it the last yeah. card? Calvin Harbaugh was on last card. It was the first time with us. He was super stoked, but he he didn't bring an army with him. And so we know we don't expect that from our out of town sure. fighters. But like this time, he plans on bringing the cavalry. Well, he has a title fight, a world championship against a super tough opponent, Nathan Goss, and obviously that means a lot to him. He's not taking this opportunity lightly. You talk about a guy who's like Calvin, I highly encourage you to go follow him on Instagram, Facebook, wherever you can add him. Calvin Hero Harbaugh. I think it's Hero underscore Harbaugh MMA or something like that. You'll find him. He takes this so seriously is so dedicated i just talked to him on the phone yesterday and he was like dude i'm feeling so dialed like i'm ready to come in again probably an underdog on paper in terms of his resume i think he's five and four six and four something like that not quite what ethan goss's resume is but he's got that hunger and the drive and the determination his mindset is so so rock solid it's so strong beautiful his mindset is awesome, and that that's what you need in this game to get to the next level. So that main event against Ethan Goss, obviously huge. Justin the General Patton with comma retired from MMA. Justin is the hottest, best-selling professional MMA fighter in Pittsburgh now. Yep. So he's the next guy. If he wins this fight against Derek Patterson, he's in line, maybe a title shot. I mean, where does he go after that? He's, yeah, I mean, he's, he's yeah. on the path to superstardom. Yeah, exactly. So he's on the brink of something extremely special. Title fight in the main event. Talked about Lapari Matthews. And then this what I love most about this card, and this was what we kind of landed on. We were discussing like what makes this card so good. You mentioned how Lapari Matthews, that bout sold really well. And one thing we talked about in the past is like you have to start the show with a bout that sold well so that there's crowd involvement mm-hmm. right from the jump. You could pick almost any of the amateur fights, and they're all doing their part. Like everybody is jazzed about this. There's a lot of debuts that are selling really well, and I actually just I sent out some text messages today to guys just to be like, "Hey, I see you. You're pushing tickets really well. Thank you. We appreciate that. And also, you're in line for a nice little paycheck after your fight if you keep this up. Like you're doing a good job. So the whole card is nuts. I had James Stevenson in here. For the podcast, and we talked about it a little bit, like his fight against Tim Von Biedenfeld, Timbo Slice, that could be the opening bout. And it might be because James is definitely selling well. We know what Timbo brings to the table. You obviously want a mix of ticket sales plus expected, you know, fireworks, whatever you want to call it. That yeah, fight, that combination is yeah that yeah. that fight for sure fits the bill. There are Zack Snyder, Christopher Pierce, that fits the bill. There's so many that you could pick on that front. And I don't think Edgar Perilla and Austin McCormick, like that one, Edgar's been doing really well with ticket sales. Austin's been doing well with ticket sales from Henzo Gracie Morgantown. And that's a complete banger of a matchup. There's no wrong answer. So I haven't looked at the card in that respect at all yet, but looking at it, there are a couple like a potential like opener fights, even going a little further up, like having a, a female fight open a card 
is never a bad move right because you know they're they're going to get the crowd fired up like the crowd is going to be ready to go right off the bat um you you know you can never you never predict a dud of a fight but at the same time like you have ones that you have like expectations of like people really throwing down people really like going at it and getting people fired up and that's what you want to see if you have two guys that you think are going to end up grappling in an MMA fight without a if they don't have both have big crowds with them i'm going to i'm going to use the example we had we had Damone Hawkins oh, yeah, yeah. versus Tom Kaiser the first time as amateurs. Right. And it was about that kind of came together last minute. Mm -hmm. So neither one of them had time to like get a, a team of like of supporters to come to the show. And the first time they fought, it was a crowd killer because they didn't have, they didn't have fans and they weren't like throwing haymakers. So mm -hmm. the combination of those two things in a MMA bout, when they're two out of town guys yeah. that don't have any fans there, it, it, it totally mutes the crowd. Yeah, it really does. And there was a heavyweight bout on this card as well. So when, like when you talk about haymakers and everything, you could always start with a heavyweight, oh, a heavyweight bout. I mean, bout that's... Like 90% of them at that level end in a knockout. Yeah. And the one guy involved did get a TKO in his debut, Adam Caldwell. So, we already know Adam Caldwell can swang them things. Swang. Swanging. And I actually got to meet, shout out Noah Miller, I got to meet Noah at the Morgantown card uh, Saturday, that that show, and he's awesome, dude. He's he's so ready to go. It was awesome meeting him. That whole team, High Ground, Tommy and the whole team there at High, High Ground is just awesome. We love working with those guys. So we know Noah's going to be ready. We know Adam's going to be ready. That's a 220 catch, right? 220 catch, yeah. I mean, heavyweight. I don't well, it is, but it, like yeah. they're they're yeah. agreeing that they're agreeing not, yeah, that they're right. not going to be like two sixty yeah. morbidly obese like at this time of weight. Yeah, yeah, like us. Well, that's cool. Not so, that everyone that's two sixty five <laughs> like myself. <laughs> yeah, you can have a good two sixty five. This just isn't it. <laughs> uh, you, I thought I was sitting across from Francis and Ganu actually this whole time. <laughs> I had no idea. Just look exactly the same. I just, I mean, the shirts. Like, Honestly, let's talk, uh, guys. You gotta be at the show to get these shirts. These shirts, like, that you gotta a, be at the show. They look really good. Like, I knew the designs look cool, but getting it in person, I mean, it is. I mean, there's very few beautiful. things that can make Hunter look good. Truly, truly, this That's, shirt is still falls short, but I mean, hard, it's working though. in that direction. Yeah, it really is. So we released for you guys to vote on. Which, by the way, you guys went absolutely nuts voting nuts. on those shirts. That was awesome. Bang. Let's. I'm just going to, we'll say there were four designs to choose from. We ultimately printed two of them. Those other two aren't just gone forever. Yeah. Let's say <laughs> like collector series. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to keep those in the hopper and probably even release some other ones. We mm -hmm. have more ideas too. So like a lot of good ideas. We have who, who we got, who got me. <laughs> we have a whole spreadsheet of ideas for you guys so and listen if you think you have the good idea shoot it on over maybe your idea makes the next shirt we will steal it for sure i mean is when you send it to us just don't expect any copywriter <laughs> that's a joke that's a joke guys dun, dun, dun. we're very ethical um uh, we have <laughs> uh, who <sighs> Pull up that undercard. Pull up the amateur bouts because here's what we're going to do. We obviously, we don't have time to talk about 
every single fight in great detail, but we do have time. Is this updated? Yeah. Okay. That should be 100, 100%. So the, the spreadsheet is. Spreadsheet's okay. good. We have one advanced amateur bout. We talked about losing Miguel, unfortunately, to an injury, and that that's no bueno ever, But and we certainly hope Miguel heals up well and everything. And Chris Ionari as well. I know he was having trouble finding a fight, so... It sucked for him and his team, um, obviously, to lose that fight as well. But they were nothing but professionals. Like, I want to applaud them for how they handled a very... The utmost professionals. Yeah, very crappy situation for them, but they took it totally in stride. Didn't didn't blink an eye, didn't yep. react poorly. Like, mo most guys, understandably, like, they're going to question, like... Oh, this is bull like, you know, you're just emotional and you, you just yeah. say things that, like, are emotionally you said. Mm -hmm. They totally were like, oh, like, sorry to hear he's injured. Like, you know, thanks yeah. for letting us know. It, it was it was really like mm -hmm. handled so well. Yeah, they're awesome. And that whole South Jersey BJJ team in our experiences of working with them is just incredible. And actually, Michael McCaffrey just fight for them or is that coming up? Anyway, I was going to. We should check to see if he won or what happened. Oh, was that? <laughs> it's Friday. Oh, it's coming up. Yeah. Okay. It's coming up. It's tomorrow, I think. But yeah. And and folks, just so you all know, like there's some former, uh, you know, hopefully future as well, but some guys uh fighting tonight on the LFA card in uh New York. Yeah. Are they in Niagara Falls? I think. Maybe. I don't know. They're definitely in New York. Let's yeah. just keep it to that. LFA is in New York and Taylor Cahill has a big fight. Um I I mean I'm just going to be honest. Taylor's going to wreck this dude. <laughs> like Taylor's going to wreck this. Yeah. Dude. I don't, like, I don't know. I know nothing about his opponent, but from what I've seen, read, heard all signs indicate that Taylor should definitely take care of business tonight. So that sounds like a fun one. And Jay Manning is also on the card tonight. So I'm not certain um, how they show their prelim fights. They're not on the main card. That's on UFC fight pass, but they are on the card and they might show prelims on, Facebook or some way, shape, or form. Not sure, but um, yeah, we'll we'll post it on our oh, for sure on our page if we get a chance to today yep. where their fight will be. But their fights should be around six or seven o'clock. Um, they're pretty early on the card. Mm -hmm. Those two, I think, fight back to back. If oh, the, wow. if I think it's you know. Jay fights and then Taylor fights and they're like the second and third or third and fourth fights. So nice. should be early in the card. Those two are extremely talented and fan favorites. They fought here before and just did really well um, as far as ticket sales and performance in the cage. So we expect good things out of those two tonight. Hell yeah. And I think I saw on Taylor's, he posted a picture like at weigh-ins or post weigh-ins and he said, watch on LFA's YouTube. Okay. So I think it's on, if you just type in Legacy Fighting Alliance or LFA 155 YouTube, should come yep. up. So. LFA YouTube. That's actually Taylor's. I mean, I didn't see the weigh-ins. Assuming, like, it stayed at 155, this will be Taylor's first fight at lightweight. Oh, wow. Good point. I didn't even consider that. Yeah. So he did take that pro fight in Brazil. But that was at, like, 165, I think. Okay. I think that, that was originally at lightweight and then changed and... But ultimately, <laughs> he forgot to cut the camera. <laughs> hey guys, listen, forgive Hunter. He's producing and hosting. So, the yeah. man of many talents, 
Let me say, like, this is totally doable. It's okay. Like, we're doing okay. But this is, it's really hard to stay engaged in a conversation while also worrying about that. Yeah. I see why people get people to do this. Yeah. I mean, that's (laughs) ultimately, like, that's why we had Danny Palm to start with. (laughs) Yeah. So that we didn't, we didn't have to screw it up. We could blame him. He's the air air horn king. So I had to do it in his I'm willing to bet. Danny's on vacation. He's in Florida right now. He he's going to a bachelor party. Like oh, him and his boys. Danny is not a drinker I know. anymore. So, <laughs> nice. so I'm willing to bet. There's a pretty good chance that Danny Palm is listening right now. I hope. Are watching right now on two four seven live on his iPhone. So Danny, here's what I'm gonna say. Here's the true test. It's one twenty seven p.m. Danny, if you are watching or listening, Danny, I want you to text me and just let me know. And I should read this. It should be like 45 seconds because there's a delay here. Mm -hmm. Danny, you should text me within 45 seconds or so that you're you're listening. Okay. I want to hear it. That's the true Danny Palm test. I will give you a bag of sour Skittles if you text Ryan. Uh, There you go. But it has to be in there. We'll give you a minute. Okay. Cool. Got a minute. minute. I don't think anyone could text him in this time and, and no. tell him, hurry no. up and yeah, yeah, text yeah. Ryan. Yeah, I think he's hello people in down in Florida, hopefully on his phone watching this. That's sweet. That, that's, yeah. that's a good I thought. think now's the t- typical, like, 127 in Florida. You're like, I mean, yeah, yeah. He's, you're not getting too crazy yet. Yeah. And I think, I know you didn't intentionally plug this, but it's it's a good time to plug this. <laughs> if, you, if you only listen to the podcast... You can watch the video of the podcast as well on 247 Live. So get the app. He's mentioning Danny Palm watching it on his iPhone. And the reason he said iPhone is because the app is available for iPhone, iPad, any iOS device, as well as Roku and Apple TV, as well as just in any old web browser at stream247live.com. But this is not just me trying to get you to download the app, but the app's honestly work better than the website the They're apps easier are to navigate. so nice yeah. guys we've invested a lot in these and there's a good reason because they are absolutely ma- magnificent and i just wanted to say danny palm ain't watching no danny palm, <laughs> danny palm is not watching right Killing now me, danny it's palm. absolutely like it's heartbreaking that's really sad dude and really the Ste- the Steelers lost Terrell Edmonds today to the Eagles. How oh, the that? Eagles got yeah. him. Oh, I saw him post his little uh, goodbye to Pittsburgh, so I knew it was coming, but didn't know who. Eagles, wow. Well, I mean, I like Terrell Edmonds, but I don't actually, I mean, I don't think he's like, uh, no. he's he's like the third best Edmonds football player. <laughs> well. Like in the no, family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the family's sick, though, to be fair. Yeah, but I mean, he's he's good. He's just, I mean, he's no superstar. Mm-hmm. Here's my thing, not to go off on a Steelers tangent. My thing with Terrell Edmonds is that I think Steelers fans would think he was amazing if they did not overdraft him the way they did. Well, maybe, maybe. Like if they took he's him in fir- the third. When you're a first-round yeah. pick, you're expected to perform like exactly. a first-round pick. Exactly, and he just didn't. But he was fine. He was definitely good. Like I think they're a worse team without him, so that sucks, ultimately. All right. Back to Bit B sixteen, April fifteenth. Yeah, let's Hollywood talk. Casino at the Meadows. We definitely discussed the pro fights, but I don't think we talked enough about. We talked about Justin Patton. This this would be a huge winning streak if he wins again. Like like we said, we're not guaranteeing that that's a title shot, but he definitely puts himself in that conversation. So the stakes for him are huge. 
Let's talk about Ethan Goss's stakes. Ethan Goss, bro, he he's really turned it on. Mm-hmm. Like this is a guy who is on the brink of, you know, next level stuff. Yeah, and 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 seeing how far he's come and seeing now he's putting on like this is the I mean he's putting it together now. Yeah, and. You, we always saw the signs of it, but then we'd see the signs of the the other side, mm-hmm. the Ethan that like you were like, wow, I thought he, I thought he turned that corner, yes, and now it it appears that that corner has been turned. It's really interesting. It's one of my favorite things in fighting when this happens, and one fighter that maybe not stylistically is like Ethan, but in these terms reminds me of that is Charles Oliveira. Remember when he first came to the UFC and he was like. He would destroy two guys, and then he would lose one that you thought he should win. And then he would destroy somebody, and then he would lose in a weird way. It's like, dude, what is this guy? Like, yeah. Why can't he just be consistent? And then later in his career, he had that whatever it is, whatever yeah. you call that. He broke out of that funk and learned how to put it all together and obviously become a, a really dominant champion there for a while. So so you're saying you, you fully expect... Ethan Goss to be a UFC champion. That's exactly what That's I'm what saying. That's what you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. Until so, we match him against a Russian wrestling superstar. And <laughs> Ethan, anything less than that, and you're an absolute and complete failure. Yeah, dude. If you don't win the UFC belt, you might as well just stop right now. You, just you, pull out of the fight if you don't plan on winning. <laughs> <laughs> dude, one really exciting thing, I think, about this is that... Oh, man, I almost just I forgot. I forgot something that is not happening that I thought was happening. But I want to talk about it anyway now that I've I've leaked. We're getting new belts made. And I thought Ethan was going to get one of the new belts in April. But I don't think he is. He's not. We still have to get rid of the old ones first. (laughs) Dang. What a fail on my Dude, part. Like that's beautiful. Total. You should have just held that one. in. No, but now I just want Ethan to know that like. You could have had a new belt, but Ryan's mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, you're you're literally the worst person ever. So here's the deal: Hunter is buying a new a new belt for the for the champion. Mm-hmm. He's paying for it, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's that's, that's, that's it. pretty much how that's going to work. <laughs> so hey, I I don't know like. That that's we're kind of throwing shade on Calvin there unintentionally. We shouldn't just assume that it's Ethan's belt. Well, no, either. I was a strong chance that no, Ethan does not I'm, retain that. I'm belt. almost sure he's gonna lose. So <laughs> let's just let's just go that's, with that. That's always always your default position. Oh, Ethan's fighting. Ethan's bet, fighting. Uh, bet on the other guy for sure. Other guy wins. <laughs> this this is where instant, <laughs> instant win for the other guy. No, I'm 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 close with both these guys. Like yeah. Ethan's a, a a good friend of mine. Calvin and I spent a lot of time after um, the last show getting to know each other. Um, and what a great dude! Like he really, really like him. And he was super excited. Like wanted to come back and. I said, dude, like he wanted to, you know, fight at 35. And I was like, dude, the only, like I got a spot at 45, but I mean, that's the only spot I have Mm -hmm. for, for a title. And he's like, no, I want the title shot. So I don't um, care. He's, he's a really good guy. And uh, I'm really stoked for him to be back in the cage. Really impressive performance. Like people don't do to shock uh, what, like he just looked like un. He looked unbeatable. Dude, I mean, it's a crazy comparison, but that Khabib style of grappling, the way he just completely overwhelmed. We saw it from Brett Pastore against Jake Schilling, too. It reminded me of that. Yeah. The other guy, 
just couldn't do anything. Just Shocker could not get going. Everything and you'd he see tried to some, do, he, yeah. would, he would do something positive, and he would just get sucked right back into the, yep. to the you know, having his back taken or that's overwhelming know. for God. like that style is so. I mean, obviously, we see it at the highest level. It's a highly effective style. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's probably the most effective style, and and the least damage you're gonna take in that in that style. I don't think. Harbaugh had a, you know, had a mark on him after that fight. Like, and that's, no one says that against Shaka. I mean, to come into Shaka's backyard and do that, that's saying something. That just doesn't happen. Now he's ready to do it again. So that's super exciting. He's ready to shock the world. I'm telling you, he is super excited to like come in and play spoiler again. Oh, yeah. He loves that. There's no, there's no part of Calvin that thinks like, Am I gonna? Am I able to win this fight? Am oh, yeah. I, like, dude, he's ready to go, and this is gonna be a really tough test. Both these guys coming to coming to go to war, big time. I mean, he's coming from Michigan, Wisconsin, Michigan, Michigan, right? He's coming from. That's a good question. One or the other. Far. I think it's Michigan. <laughs> Far away. Let's go with that. Well, there are parts of Michigan that are like three point two hours away. True. So true. Like Detroit's not far. Yeah. But he's not from that part. <laughs> yeah, he's from like Upper Peninsula. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's bringing legit at least forty people with him. Think about that. That's crazy. Like mm-hmm. he, that's a crew. get the bus, dude. You do not tell your friends and family. Let's go to Pittsburgh if you think like I'm probably going to lose this fight. Like this isn't a good. Fight. He like, thinks he's going to like this is his moment. He wants them all to be there. there for it. He, I love it. And and guess what. Ethan thinks the same thing. Exactly. Ethan, right now, uh, just to be totally honest, like, there's a good chance Ethan's a win or maybe two, one or two wins away from the big call up. Yeah. And, and yeah. And uh, that's so, totally true. Ethan just signed on with a, a major, um, a major, you know, firm. Down in Florida. Oh yeah, dude. Dave Martin, those guys. And, Dave Martin's the man. And they don't just sign anyone. No, they sign guys that are going to big oh, yeah. to, to 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 the big show. Yep. So, um, and they get they help get them there. It's a perfect m- marriage between the two. It's like a guy that's ready to go to the big show. They recognize that and they help him get there for sure. And they they think he's he's one or two fights away. That's beautiful. And I agree. I mean, how could he not be with the run he's on? You can't just keep winning for us. As much as we do love having Ethan and Ethan's awesome and that's great, it doesn't make sense for us at a certain point. We just keep talking about Ethan. Go like, dude, you shouldn't be fighting for us at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how it's going to feel. And th- and that and that's uh, that we want that. We want the graduation. We want the next step. And we want to help you get there. The best thing is, like, with Ethan – he he's Ethan's always had like opportunities to to go elsewhere. He recognized that like my best shot at making the big the big stage is through the local promotions that are that are going to not just throw me to the wolves mm-hmm. or you know not just give me pop, like easy simple fights like because if you take those fights like the UFC sees that. Oh, absolutely. And they, absolutely. they're not going after the guy that's like yep. beating up on cans. Yep. So Ethan realized, like, hey, my best shot is to go through the the in our case, go through two four seven and work my way up there and follow the comma, the 
comma route. Yep. Win the belt and defend the belt and go move on. See you later. Yep. yep. So we for sure the pro portion of this card, of course, is going to be where the majority of the interest is for the casual viewer. The that casuals. Obvious. However, when, However, when you care to look into this amateur portion of the card, ridiculous. It, it is so sick. So talented. There literally isn't a single fight that I look at and I'm like, mm, not our best work. I'm like, this is all there's intrigue on every single matchup. And the funny that. thing is there are there have been cards where, you know, now that I'm less involved with matching, where I, I've looked at fights and i've like criticized you yeah, guys yeah, I, sure. i've said like guys this isn't like that's not our best why work. are we doing that one yeah and this is not there's not that the, that doesn't exist here yep so we have one advanced ammy as we said anthony hogaback hound dog anthony hogaback has been one of the hardest fighters to match and I'm not sure why exactly. He's obviously super talented, trains at Stout and Bauerhaus. He's very good. He's three and one. That goes without saying. However, three and one with he's not a division one all American wrestler or a Muay Thai world champion or anything that should make people be like, I definitely don't want to fight that guy. But we just we have a heck of a time matching him. So when we finally got somebody and Jake Zach from Ohio. That's beautiful. I thought it was on the wrong camera that whole time. No, no. Ryan and I got to see Jake Zach fight at Cage Thunder in, in Ohio, his his most recent win. And this dude's a stud. Shout dude. out to Scott Corbin. Yeah, what up? Scott Corbin and Randy Harris. Is that his last name, I Harris? I could be totally wrong. Could be totally wrong. Sorry, dude. But <laughs> I'm the worst. Um, I almost said Randy Travis. I'm like, dude, that's definitely a country singer. But Anthony Hogaback and Jake Zach. It's beautiful. I love this matchup. It's good to keep an advanced amateur matchup on the card for sure because we know from Anthony's team that they will be looking to go pro for sure. So they want that one more win, get to four and one, go pro. But Jake, Jake Zach's not the kind of guy that you just roll up on and steamroll. So this is the appropriate test for sure for Anthony and his team for taking that next step. So that's beautiful. Right under that fight. So right before they fight, and this this lineup isn't official, but it's roughly official, I would say. Hootley, Clayton Lee, we just talked about Jay Manning and Taylor having fights for LFA tonight. Another Indio product, Clayton Hootley. This guy sells tickets like crazy, first of all. He was the amateur uh, VIP of the year this year when we did our awards. He sells tickets like crazy. He's got a lot of hype behind him. Strong wrestling background, but I was super impressed with his hands in his debut against Dan Walters in what was a fight of the year contender, and justly so. And actually, I think I did vote for it as the fight of the year. That fight was bananas. Dan Walters, speaking of, also on this fight card, April 15th against Monte Barnes. Ethan's teammate, Monte Barnes at Gorilla House, and Monte's fought once and once for us before, and... As they said, then, like, the Monte that we saw in that debut is not the Monte that we're going to see April 15th at BitB16. So I'm extremely excited to see Monte's development. And the thing is, I think I just flipped to you for a second. The thing is that, like, Dan Walters, he Monte better be upgraded because Dan Walters brings straight heat every time. He, he's been in, he's fought twice, both for us. And both of them were like fight of the night contenders. This dude is super exciting, super well-rounded too. 
no weaknesses really in his game. Super polished, super comfortable. I love Dan Walter's style, another high ground guy. So you get what you expect. Those guys are all really good. That's a banger of a matchup. Um, yeah, there there's lots of good matchups. Did you skip over like the you know I left one. Yeah, I'm Clay, leaving, Clayton, I'm leaving Nuggets you, yeah, I talked about I talked about Hoot. We have some we have some good nicknames on here too. So let me go over some of these nicknames. We have the Wolverine, the General. Nice. We have Von Doom, Hound Dog, Hoot, Las Vegas, Ace, the Front Desk Sensei, Timbo Slice, Marty, Mr. No Gimmick, The Hatchet, The Mullet Man, Mad Cat, and Hero. Listen, nice. if you're on our card and you don't have a nickname, <laughs> it's about time to pick one up. It's very true. You got to get that nickname. His name's Randy Jarvis, by the way. It oh, just so hit me. Jarvis. Harris Jarvis. My brain was... Yeah, it's close. We're well, we're in the neighborhood. I was looking around, but he has a bunch of uh, like uh, characters on his mm. on his page. Is that right? Yeah, that's his dad. Uh, okay, because I was looking for him, and I was like, uh, I don't know if this is Not sure. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, Randy. Randy Harris. Randy Harris is a radio broadcaster in Tampa that I met once upon a time when I was covering MMA. He covers MMA and football. what's the guy on American Idol? Randy, Randy Jackson. Jackson. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Slightly different. But yeah, yeah. Just but the same. A little bit. But okay. the same. Okay. Hootley. Who who's right under Hootley versus Hunter Niswender, by the way? This dude's two and oh with two finishes, by the way. Or, Wait, it says Hunter Hewitt. All right. So this here. is this is something fun for us to deal with. So Hunter Hewitt and Hunter Niswender are the same person. However, he's in the process of getting his name changed and to, nice. to avoid paperwork problems with the state, he has to be Hunter Hewitt officially. However, he wants to be known as Hunter Niswender. Fun fact. There you go. So there's that fight. He Banger. is not the hunter, though. No, I mean, there's only room for one hunter here, and it's him. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So see you later, Hunter. Yeah. All right. In the last 15 minutes. I mean, just say the one that's under Hootley versus I Hunter. Mean, you do, have to talk about I that. I say we save it for last. All right, save it for last. Because that's like... All right. Glenn Christner versus Blair Phillips. I'll jump into that one. Wait, you can you can know the order of these on this sheet without even looking. That's ridiculous. Ish. Ish. You just rattled down. I do homework, dude. Sometimes. <laughs> okay. Just not when not when you're not when you're at WVU. Zero homework at WVU, dude. No way. Yeah. So Glenn Christner, anybody who follows us and has followed two four seven over the past year, Amvier's um, one co new gym of the year, along with Henzo Gracie Morgantown. Glenn trains at Amvier's, so they really burst onto the scene in a strong way last year. Glenn had two fights, both with us. Again, both fight of the night contenders. This dude is pure action. He was on the podcast, and I highly recommend, if you are watching this podcast, go also watch Glenn's in the archives. Just search Glenn Christner on the app on 247 Live. It won't be there for long, though, because Hunter's supposed to be getting those on the YouTube. <laughs> the old ones are going on to YouTube. However, for now, it's still on the app. And he drinks six bang energy drinks a day. Six. And he's not kidding. He's, he said he stopped. However... I just heard from a strong, uh, what should I say? A strong source has informed me that he's back on the wagon. Oh. Or fell off the wagon, whatever that expression well, yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, boy. Come on, so, Glenn. He's dry scooping pre-workout. <laughs> he's chugging bangs, shotgunning bangs. 
This dude is a maniac. And he's Blair, a maniac. Blair Phillips. Is he's Mr. No Gimmick, though. Mr. No Gimmick. Dude don't even need no gimmicks. He's creating his own fight shirts. He's selling tickets really well, also. A guy from kind of eerie, a little farther north area. He's two and three and has fought at mostly light heavyweight. He's come, this is a catchweight 195 bout. And you are correct. Blair, dude, I know, right? Come on. Come on, bro. I know, baby. Come on. <laughs> Blair Phillips. <laughs> Blair Phillips is coming off a rough, a rough loss. Let's call it what it is. And Blair knows this is, I loved, Blair called me to talk about taking a fight with us and kind of talk to me where he was in his career. And I was super impressed. He's like, dude, I'm coming off a bad loss. I keep taking fights that are not in my best interest. Again, two and three, way more experience than Glenn at two fights. He knows that he needs to kind of take a step back to take a step forward, which is a very mature way of thinking for, for guys. A lot of guys, we, we hit this with a lot of guys. If they could qualify for advanced amateur, they will not consider novice amateur. They, it's a non-starter. Like, no, it has to be advanced amateur. Blair is like, I will willingly go back to novice amateur because I'm not there yet. Like, I need to refine my skills. I need to get some momentum going. I need to take a step back. So that was a really mature way of thinking for him. And, and kudos to Blair for recognizing that and understanding that it's a, a marathon, not a sprint, so to speak. So that that was cool. That that bout came together in an interesting way, and I think it's a really good one. Though, shall we got we to gotta yeah, move pick on up here. Pace. Craig Perry versus Damar Mathis. Nice. Craig is like my Craig's my boy, right? Craig is um, he's zero and three. He's never won an MMA bout, and that's brutal, right? Yeah. One of those fights, he broke his arm. Mm -hmm. The other fight was like fight of the night split. Was that a split? It was, question. it was yeah. a close fight. If it wasn't fight. split, it could have been. Yeah. yeah, it was a really close fight that he did, like, in my opinion, just fall short of. He did what was just just behind in that fight a little bit. And uh, and then the other fight, he couldn't stop the takedown. He mm -hmm. just got taken down, controlled, didn't get damaged much, but couldn't stop the takedown. This kid is so talented and his nickname is McGregor, right? Mm -hmm. Like he has that nickname from comma because he stands, he, he punches like his, he fights like McGregor. Dude, he has McGregor's back tattoo. Well, I mean that too, <laughs> that's next but level. that's not why he's, his nickname is because he, he's modeled himself to like fight like Connor. Sure. So, um, super talented going up against DeMar Mathis, who has fought for us before. He had, he also, is a very talented guy that's had trouble with guys controlling him on the ground. I think these two guys are going to stand and bang and say, like, I'm better at standing and banging than you, and I'm getting my first win, and you're not, and both of them have that kind of attitude. Yeah, that's a perfect fight to exemplify when we sit back, and, and Ryan was saying, when we look at matchups, sometimes we're like, ooh, that's not our best work. Like, a fight like that is our best work. <laughs> like, we gave guys opponents who will fight to their respective strengths which makes it amazing so i think we're going to see the best out of both guys i love that one uh evan derucci man dude you don't need the list man is you that next yeah, nice. yeah look at me go look at me go derucci's fighting travis lemon i don't know how you say it lemon 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 josh lemon Le dude 
I'm I'm hyped for Evan Derucci to to come back for sure. And from everything I've seen from Travis, obviously we don't know him quite as well. He never competed for us, but everything I've seen and heard about him indicates that he could be a little little spoiler sleeper on this card from what I've been hearing. So Derucci definitely needs to be dialed in on that fight. You know, Indio Dojo guy, I have no doubts he'll be well prepared, well rounded, and everything. So that's a banger of a welterweight matchup. Uh, winner winner takes a huge step forward in that. Oh one, yeah, by the big way. time. Yeah, big time. Um, then we have who? Who's next on the list? Without looking. Come on, you got to Raven and Whitney. No, uh, okay. Come Dang. on, bro, you got this one. I, I would have thought it was Zack Snyder, but Christopher Pierce is. Uh, Lemin's teammates. Dude, so I you're know it's not so that. disappointing. Everyone's favorite mullet. No, no. You you literally dissed our boy Joe Larocca. That hurts, dude. This one hurts, Joe. I'm sorry, Joe. Oh no. How could I do that to Joe? Everyone's favorite mullet. It is with a banger matchup against Dylan Geraci. Is who that we, how it's pronounced? Who we, Geraci or Geraci? I forget. Geraci. We talked to him at yeah. the Cage Thunder show to get clarification, and now we forget. We suck, dude. I wow. mean, I'll just, like, take take the brunt of that. I suck. You're the good guy. Thank you. I totally agree. Yeah. I like yeah. this arrangement. But that is a banger of a flyweight matchup. Geraci and his team, uh, Campbell Martial Arts, they're really on the come up right now, and I like seeing, I like what I'm seeing from them, I should say. Very active on social media. They're building a very strong fight team, a whole stable there. We definitely look forward to working with Dylan and then hopefully also working with that team more in the future. So that's that's a banger about Joe LaRocca goes without saying, dude. We talk about him. We did special segment on Joe LaRocca before. So dude, he's so awesome. He he's a really fun fighter too. That's the other thing. Like despite the mullet and the golden girls shirt and the awesome walkout music dude, and he's his personality. So awesome. I everything, just love the dude. If you strip all that away, he's still a super fun fighter. He's yeah. never had a second of cage time with us that wasn't exciting. So and you awesome. gotta love that. You gotta love that. Okay, I'm gonna run through the bottom side of the card quickly, and we can touch on any fights we want to. After that is Barnes and Walters, which we already talked about. Then we have, and these fights are we. These are in a preliminary order. We sure. have not ordered the fights yet. It's just kind of got listed. Um, Raven Grace and Whitney Bro Brow Whitley. With Whit an L. Whit but what, <laughs> so I pronounced both her first and last <laughs> you, name wrong? You just total butchered it. Yeah. Just call hey, you if Mr. you're going to mispronounce someone's name, you might as well do their first and last name, you, right? Dude, you went full strip district meets on the butcher in there. Yeah. yeah. All right. So there you go. Um, then we got, um, did I already say Zach? I, we did not talk about Zach Snyder Zach yet. Snyder and Christian Pierce. Raven Christopher Pierce. Goodness gracious. Oh, Christopher. I'm trying to go back and forth on my little phone here. And I didn't make these matches, so I don't know everyone. Noah Miller and Adam Caldwell. We touched on that earlier. James Stevenson and Timothy Timbo. Von Biedenfeld. Nice. Nailed it. And Edgar Perilla. You got it. Yep. Got it. Versus Austin McCormick. Got it, and we talked about that one. So, yeah, there's only a few there in the middle that we didn't talk about yet. Well, I'm going to jump to Raven and Whitley for pretty obvious reasons. We talked about how fun it could be to open the show with a female fight, and we might still. Whitley's 1-0. She's from Vegas along with Lapari, so she's coming in with that crew. And uh, 
We've heard nothing but really good things about her. I'm pretty sure she has a volleyball background of all things. Wait, which is she's interesting. coming in from Vegas too? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So you didn't even know that. How, how did you get you that one past me? All right. The numbers made sense. Mm-hmm. She's our, she's oh, yeah. Our, I think you yeah, did mention that. We did. Never mind. We did. Uh, what? Let's give our viewers behind the scenes. Yeah. What Ryan's talking about there is traditionally you don't fly in an amateur fighter for a belt. You don't pay for a flight. But this one made sense. In 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 our neck of the woods, you don't really fly pros in yeah. unless their name's Victor Lepari. Dude. <laughs> you, yeah. Like you had enough. <laughs> Victor Lepari earned Br- Whitney's uh, Whitley. Whitley. Whitley's. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it just financially, you just can't do that all the time. Right. Yeah. But then Correct. when you sell, when you break all kind of records selling tickets, then like. Starts to make a little more sense. Yeah. You start opening up those purse strings. For sure. So I think that's a really good fight. Raven has been dying to make her MMA debut since the last card when we couldn't get her matched. And thankfully, like shout out Raven Academy, Chris Deep, all you guys for hanging in there for this one. They could have easily taken a fight somewhere else in the meantime. But that's the crazy part about female yeah. yeah, I mean, there's not a ton of fights out the there. The choices are not strong. Yeah. yeah. So really excited to see what Raven's got. Obviously, coming out of the academy, you know she's going to be well-prepared. Whitley, coming all the way from Vegas and Extreme Couture, obviously also going to be very prepared. So stoked about that fight. Um, who else was in that rundown that we didn't talk to? Snyder. Snyder and Pierce. I mean, we saw what Snyder brought to the table in his debut, and his post-fight interview was one of the best ever. <laughs> yeah, it, it really was. It had us, it had everyone like becoming a fan. When right. you drop promo, guys, if you're a fighter and you're watching this, like, dude, say awesome stuff at the, in your post fight. We record everything. So. Have something <laughs> yeah. that people are going to remember you for. Like, have something ready. Be like fun and exciting. Don't be out of your personality. Right. But within your personality, say something awesome. It's your chance. Yeah. And like, we do record everything and we'll give you access to that clip. Like if you cut a wicked post fight interview, you can guarantee we're going to give it to you to post to yeah. show all your friends and family. You're going to love and it. You're going to get we're a lot of gonna, attention. Like all the, atten- like all the attention that front desk sensei got with that, like, you know, say something awesome. Yeah. It's your, it's your shot. It's your shot. Do Be something. memorable. Stand out from the crowd. Yes. Don't say the things that everyone says. Be different. Yes. Yes. Be different. I that's that's the card, guys. I mean, if you are not interested in that card, I don't know what to tell you. Don't buy a ticket. Don't buy a ticket. You don't there's not many left to buy anyway. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> 247fighting.com for tickets or find your favorite fighter. Ask them if they got tickets. You can always buy off fighters. So I think this is pretty well known at this point, but fighters get commission on Tickets they sell. So yeah. if you're a local MMA fan and you want to support the scene, that is a great way to do it. Buy tickets off the fighter. You're literally putting money in their pocket and supporting us at the same time. So it's doubly awesome. So, uh, yeah, you guys are showing up for this one. As we said, the sales for this event are nuts. We guarantee if you guys are there, the environment's going to be, oh, my. It's going oh to my. be, if, you, if you've been to a Meadows show of ours, you've seen some amazing crowds yeah if you've never been there it's okay because the most amazing crowd you're ever going to see is still to come and it's april 15th the meadows event center is going to be rocking it it truly is going to be rocking so hard and 
If you guys are coming in and need a place to stay, Double Tree Meadowlands is our affiliate uh, host hotel for this. Amazing, amazing they're, people there. Yeah, they're incredible. I know a lot of people have already booked rooms there. Obviously, our fighters will be staying there. So if you guys want to meet the fighters while you're staying, that's going to be a, you're going to see them. There. That's gonna where they're going to be. They're going to be hanging out there during the day. They're going to be chilling in the lobby. They're going to be, you know. Hey, weigh-ins are right next door. Like they're you're walking distance to the casino. It's like you're walking distance to two a.m. sheets. Like <laughs> everything is in place for you to uh, to to have a great stay there in uh, in the racetrack road, right by the casino. Absolutely. So we will see you all there, Washington, PA, April fifteenth. Let's go. That's gonna be a banger. Thanks for Get your in. tickets, 247fighting.com. I'm telling you, it's going to be too late soon. Yeah, like seriously, get those immediately.